So why should you have at least four streams of revenue in your business? I'm gonna tell you now on this episode of the Unlock Success Podcast. This is the Unlock Success Podcast. We're helping entrepreneurs around the world dive deep into the keys you need to shatter excuses, believe in yourself, and help you achieve your highest goals. Here's your host, eight-figure entrepreneur and the living legend of internet marketing, Anthony Morrison. Hey, hey, what's up? Anthony Morrison here, and welcome to another edition of the Unlock Success Podcast, where my goal each and every week is to bring you some kind of message that's gonna make an impact in your life, a message that's gonna help you have more success, unlock success that's within you that maybe you don't even know is there. And I think that this week's topic is going to be a, uh, it's gonna be a phenomenal uh, kind of change because we're actually gonna talk about revenue streams, right? Um, why I have four revenue streams, and I think you should too, right? And I think a lot of this, um, you know, a lot of this goes back to, you know, thinking, I think really thinking through what happens in the world, how the world changes, how things uh, aren't the same today as they were maybe 10, 15 years ago. And if you think about it, the way we make money, uh, the amount of money we make at the certain things that, you know, that, that we do has completely changed. Um, the internet has changed, you know, how billionaires are created over, you know, the last two decades. Um, blockchain, crypto, NFTs, this is going to be the next wave of, you know, billionaires and millionaires already has created them. The, uh, I was reading the, the Forbes list, um, this morning and saw that the uh the the founders of the uh of the app and the the, the crypto exchange ftx are are on the the forbes you know um, billionaire list i think one of 59 new billionaires that were created in the united states um so it's already starting to we're already starting to see that evolution and when we're looking at business and at building a business and and, and at creating this massive amount of success as an entrepreneur I think it's important to always know that things are changing, right? Things, things are not going to be the same 10 years from now. And as a, as an entrepreneur, you kind of have to forecast that you got to project that, you know, and see what, what those changes are going to be. Because what you don't want to do is start a business in a dying industry, right? I mean, if you have been an entrepreneur in the nineties or even in the early two thousands and you, you, you know, you opened up a, a CD store, right? Uh, selling CDs, you would be out of business right now. If you were, you know, uh, one of the one of those that opened up like the the mom and pop, you call them the local video VHS stores. You know, where you, instead of Blockbuster, you could go to X, right? Whatever X is, you'd be out of business right now because the world's changed; it's evolved. We don't watch VHSs, we don't play CDs anymore. Everything is a tap away, right, on our smartphones. And so, the reason I say to have four revenue streams is so that you can diversify, right? Diversification is is so important for me. You know, I've diversified into many different ways, um, and and diversification doesn't always mean that you have to that you have to be in completely different industries. You can be in the same industry in different ways, and I'll give you an example of that. Um, you know, my main income stream is obviously from the internet, um, building a you know you know building a uh, an educational business, right, Morrison Education. But within that same that same niche, that same industry, this internet industry. I've also siloed off and we created a, a software company called Webinar Fuel. 
And Webinar Fuel provides software to people who want to automate their webinars. That's a completely different type of individual and type of business than my education business, right? So I've got two revenue streams, but within that same overarching concept of quote unquote online businesses, right? We've also kind of, you know, gone a lot deeper and a lot heavier into real estate in the last couple of years. I think as the the uh, the pandemic hit, we saw interest rates go down. Um, we also knew there would be a boom, right? Um, it's kind of like pulling back a rubber band, right? You are either going to pull it back so far that it, that it tears and it breaks, or if it doesn't break and it doesn't tear, if you've pulled it back as far as you can possibly pull it, it's going to shoot forward at a maximum velocity, right? I mean, the further back we, we, further back we hold that rubber band, the faster it's going to shoot forward and the further whatever maybe we're shooting in it is going to go, right? Well, I already knew that, and I think you probably did too, and we all probably you know predicted this, that the world wasn't going to tear. We weren't going to all just you know disintegrate. We were, uh, we were going to bounce back from COVID and from you know from the the you know all of the things that it that it obviously damaged and 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 harmed. But I also knew that because the longer it took for the bounce back, right, the further forward we were going to go when we did finally bounce back. And so in, in looking at that, uh, you know, we went pretty deep into real estate. Now with real estate, there's many different, uh, many, di- I mean, there's just a million different niches within real estate, right? Um, I used to be really heavy in the condo rental space. So I owned a lot of condos, um, in vacation areas and I would rent those short-term rentals. I sold all of those last year and I moved my money into retail strip centers and self-storage. Now, retail strip centers, a lot of people say, well, that just defies logic. I mean, look what happened with with COVID. Yeah, I I see what happened with COVID. I see that everybody still ate. They still went to the doctor. They still went to the dentist. I didn't say I invested in office space. I think that's probably a dying breed. Um, But what I did was I invested in, in strip centers that would allow... And, and could have some, you know, some really good businesses, right? Local businesses um, that, that are pandemic proof, right? That I can, you know, that I can rent to. And we put up 30,000 square feet of, of strip center space now. And we've got another 15,000 uh, contracted to go up later this year. So I've put about 45,000 square feet in strip centers. I also bought self-storage, right? Uh, self-storage, if you have not looked at this as a place to invest your money, is an amazing place to invest your money. You know, you hear a lot of people, you, a lot of you probably follow Grant Cardone, uh, super smart guy. He's always talking about multifamily, you know, real estate. And I don't disagree. There's tons of money in, you know, in owning apartment complexes. Here's the thing. A lot of those apartments, uh, when, you know, they're a massive upkeep, right? They're a massive undertaking. If you've got a team as big as Grant's, well, then, you know, maybe it makes sense. Um, but really what you're looking for is, is recurring stability, like recurring income that's stable, right? You can get that same stability and recurring income from self-storage facilities. People are very, very unlikely to ever move out because it's too much trouble. It's like this perfect, uh, this perfect moment where, you know, 
the, the stuff that we have is too valuable to throw away, but not valuable enough to go and get, right? It's like, it's too valuable to me to throw it away, so I'm gonna spend $100 or $200 a month storing it, but it's just not, the $100 or $200 I'm spending just isn't worth my time to go up there and clean my storage facility out. So what you get is this very dependable recurring income. If you look at some of the self-storage facilities that are for sale, you will see insane cap rates. Um, I just looked at a, a portfolio in West Palm Beach, Florida, that's 170,000 square feet of space that is available, uh, you know, self-storage space that, that you can purchase. And it was $41 million. That's $258 a foot, right? Just insane opportunity. So what did I do? I looked at how can I diversify? I put my money into retail facilities because I know that retail is going to bounce back and it has. We've leased up 30,000 feet and already leased 2,000 feet in our new uh, our new center. I put my money in self-storage because I know that no matter what, if people are going to, you know, if we have some kind of a housing recession or something like that, people downsize, what are they going to do? They're going to put their stuff in self-storage, right? So I know that I've got myself covered in the, you know, in the real estate space. Online, I continue with my education business and I also have my software business. The reason that I think this is smart is because we we can't predict the future, right? We can look at what's happened in the past and try to hedge against those things, but we can't predict what's going to happen next year because some unknown might occur. And you want to be diversified across industries that they're not alike. You know what I mean? They're not alike. If the real estate market crashes, it's not going to affect my internet business. If my internet business, for whatever reason, is no longer viable, that isn't going to affect my real estate business. So when they can operate independent of each other and they don't move with the same cycles, you hedge against any kind of problems that may happen. So my advice to you in you know in, in, for today is to really sit down and look at what you're doing and diversify yourself. Have four streams of steady income so that you never find yourself in the position of having what's going on in the world truly change the way you live, right? Um, and and you, can, you can accomplish that by a, like a great amount of diversity. So for all of you that are entrepreneurs that have been, you know, listening to the podcast, maybe you're listening on your your favorite uh, podcast app, maybe it's Apple or Spotify. I'd love if you'd leave me uh, some feedback, you know, leave me a rating here on the podcast. And of course, if you are watching on uh, YouTube, would love for you to like the uh, you know like this podcast post and and leave me some feedback on what you think about uh, about the content and about you know about the diversification and having multiple streams of income and how important that really is to stability long term and I think when we're trying to to unlock success in everything that we do we need that 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 comfort of stability in the background so that we can move forward, we can take risks, we can do new things because we ha- we're, we're doing it on a stable foundation and you build a stable foundation by having multiple streams of income. I hope this message has, uh, has really resonated with you. I hope that it will help you to kind of think a little differently and hopefully start creating additional revenue streams in your business as an entrepreneur. And I sure hope you'll join me next week for another episode of the Unlock Success Podcast. Yeah,